This is Optimal Finance Daily, episode 2407, How to Invest in Farmland, by Robert Farrington of thecollegeinvestor.com. And I'm your host and personal finance enthusiast, Diana Merriam. We're gonna get right to it as we optimize your life. How to Invest in Farmland by Robert Farrington of thecollegeinvestor.com. Does your knowledge of farming start and end with Old MacDonald? Perhaps you live in an urban condo and work in a high rise. If so, you may think that farmland investing is not for people like you. However, farmland investing offers a legitimate alternative investment asset class that could help you grow your wealth. But before you go looking for deals at the local county fair, you may want to consider how you can enlist experts to help you profit from farmland investing. Here's what you need to know about the asset class. Is farmland really an investment? If you've driven through Nebraska, Iowa, the Dakotas, or any big agricultural state, you've seen miles and miles of farms, not to mention some underappreciated beauty. Chances are you've not seen many for sale signs during your drive. So are these acres of fertile soil really available for investors? The answer is surprisingly yes. In 1986, Warren Buffett famously purchased a 400-acre farm in Nebraska, and it grew in value despite several bad crop years. However, the asset class has typically been closed off to all but farmers, people in the agricultural field, and a few institutional investors like Buffett. However, companies such as Farm Together are making it easier for everyday investors to buy farmland for investing purposes. How does farmland compare to other types of real estate? As an investment, farmland is best characterized as a type of real estate investment. Like traditional real estate, farmland can earn money in two ways. First, farmland can be leased to farmers who will use the land to grow crops. Investors can earn money from ongoing lease payments. Second, the underlying value of the land may increase over time. Investors may earn additional money if they choose to sell the land. As with real estate, the management of farmland can be very active or passive. For example, if you personally own 200 acres in Iowa, you could use the land to grow your own crops. You could also rent that land out to a corn farmer who would then use the land to grow crops. Finally, you could pay a management company to rent out the land for you. Historically, investors needed to be knowledgeable enough about farmland to handpick a good deal. They also needed specialized knowledge to manage the land appropriately. Today, that is starting to change. There are a few publicly traded farmland REITs, real estate investment trusts, that allow typical investors to buy shares of a farmland portfolio. What are the risks? There are a few major risks associated with investing in farmland. The first risk is liquidity. If you own physical farmland, the land cannot easily be sold except by enlisting the help of a broker. The shares of the investment are generally liquid only once the company's exit strategy is confirmed. For example, it sells the farm. However, the income received from these farmlands is in the form of cash and is obviously very liquid. Publicly traded farmland ETFs get rid of the liquidity problem by being easy to buy and sell through online brokers. The next big risk associated with farmland is a knowledge problem. Unless you know the asset class well, it can be tough to buy land at a good price. 
If you overpay, you may be stuck with an underperforming asset for a long time. Those who are closely connected to the agricultural sector may mitigate this risk by only buying specific land that meets their personal criteria. Generally, publicly traded ETFs get around this issue by having many buyers and sellers. In general, the imperfect knowledge of many buyers and sellers tends to lead to a reasonable price for the shares. What role can farmland play in your portfolio? As with all alternative investments, including real estate, farmland should play the role of diversifier in your portfolio. Unless you're truly a farming insider, you don't want your entire net worth tied up in farmland. However, farmland can be an asset class that helps to smooth out volatility and performance. Unlike publicly traded REITs that tend to have similar dips and spikes as stocks, the farmland index tends to move differently than stocks. Additionally, farmland has historically yielded good returns. Between 2008 and 2018, the S&P 500 returned a 13.1% annualized return. The farmland index returned 11.2% during the same time period. Also, between Q4 of 2007 and Q1 of 2010, farmland didn't actually produce any negative returns. In fact, since 1991, farmland has only had one negative quarter, which is Q1 of 2001, where it delivered negative 0.01%. Stocks dropped 52% during the 2008 crisis, whereas farmland showed growth throughout all of 2008. According to the NCRIEF Farmland Property Index, between Q4 2007 and Q1 2010, farmland continued to produce positive returns every quarter. In the fourth quarter of 2008 specifically, the worst quarter for U.S. stocks during the financial crisis, farmland returned 7.33%. When does it make sense to invest in farmland? Unless you're a farmer looking to invest in your business, it probably doesn't make sense to buy a farm. However, a farmland investment could be a high quality alternative investment in your portfolio. Once your investment portfolio starts to approach the mid five figures or low six figures, diversification becomes very important. At that point, you may wanna consider your asset allocation strategy, including alternative investments. You just listened to the post titled How to Invest in Farmland by Robert Farrington of thecollegeinvestor.com. It's no secret that something always comes up when you're running a small business. It's time to take the pain out of payroll benefits and HR and put the joy back in running your business with Gusto. Gusto's payroll and HR services can make it a little easier. Gusto was designed for you, the small business owner. They take the pain out of running a business automatically calculating paychecks, filing payroll taxes, setting up open enrollment. Gusto does it all. Want more? Time tracking, health insurance, 401k, onboarding, commuter benefits, offer letters, access to HR experts. You get the idea. With Gusto, you can focus on the joy of running your business. It's super easy to set up and get started. And if you're moving from another provider, Gusto can transfer all your data for you. It's no surprise 94% of customers are likely to recommend Gusto, 94. Here's the best part. Because you're a listener, you get three months totally free. All you have to do is go to gusto.com slash OFD. Again, that's gusto.com slash OFD. I'm telling you, you're gonna love Gusto. Get started today.
If you've been listening for a while, you know that I consider investing in real estate a more advanced type of investment. So investing in farmland or land for any purpose, from my perspective, is even more so. It's definitely not the place to start investing. Investing in the stock market has a much lower barrier of entry. And so if you're just getting started with investing, I would encourage you to start here. Contribute to your tax advantage retirement vehicles and get comfortable with investing consistently and paying yourself first. Build your cash position and make a dent in your retirement savings and then look at more advanced forms of investing. But after you do that, if you've got an entrepreneurial itch, why not look at buying land? While not totally comparable to farmland, I have a friend who bought 50 acres of land near Red River Gorge 15 years ago. He's a serial entrepreneur and he knew the land had potential, but for many years, he just took his family there on camping trips. Well, now his son is all grown up and has entrepreneurial aspirations as well. Together, they turned the land into a glamping site and I had the pleasure of staying there last fall. They have luxury glamping tents with queen-size beds and fireplaces as well as a cabin for larger groups. While I don't anticipate buying land anytime soon, it's fun to have friends that made the investment. That'll do it for today and another installment of Optimal Finance Daily. Have a happy Thursday. Thank you for being here every day and listening. And I'll see you on the Friday show tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.